We're on the record. I'm Sheila Cass. Good morning. The realm of dreams is ripe with opportunities for creative expression. An upcoming performance by Baltimore's Full Circle Dance Company explores dreamland, from the enticing diversion of daydreams to the agonizing frustration of insomnia. Titled, And Still We Dream, the performance also draws inspiration from one of Maryland's former poet laureates, Lucille Clifton. And Still We Dream will be performed this Saturday and Sunday at the Baltimore Theater Project. Joining me to talk about it is Donna Jacobs, director of Morton Street Dance Center and artistic director of its resident dance group, Full Circle Dance Company. Welcome, Donna. Thank you so much. And joining us by phone is Sydney Clifton. Clifton is a producer at the Jim Henson Company and founder of the Clifton House, a nonprofit dedicated to preserving the legacies of her parents, acclaimed poet and author Lucille Clifton and community activist Fred Clifton. Welcome, Sydney. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Donna, you founded Full Circle Dance Company two decades ago. What kind of dance? does the company specialize in? The dancers are very versatile, but we are primarily a modern dance company, although all of the dancers have been trained in ballet particularly, and many other diverse styles as well. At Morton Street Dance Center, you have classes for adults and youth. Does the dance company also include young people? The dance company from time to time will have apprentices who are students that have been progressing through the curricula that we have at Morton Street. So they may be our senior students. We have a number of performing ensembles as well. And our seniors can come in and apprentice with the company for their last year. You had a respected career in law and lobbying, but dance has always been part of your life. What, what calls you to this art form? It, it is a calling. And it is something that I've done since before I was three years old. It has, you're absolutely right, been a staple in my life. It is centering for me. It's creative for me. Um, I always know where I stand in dance. I, I understand what perfection is and where I am in relation to that because it's something that I've done my entire life, including performing arts high school and teaching through college. I was blessed to be able to be part of the faculty when in university, and then even in law school, I kept producing. So it's something that I, I'll never walk away from. It's really a part of my life. Sydney, your father, Fred Clifton, helped establish Afro-American Studies Department at Harvard and had a career in educational consulting and political activism. He died in 1984. Your mother, Lucille, was Maryland's Poet Laureate from 1974 until 1985. She passed away in 2010. Tell us more about your mother's accomplishments as a poet and author. Oh, my goodness. My mother... Um won multiple awards for her work um, through the years, including a Robert Frost Medal for a Lifetime Achievement in uh, Poetry. She was the first African-American woman to receive the Ruth Lilly Prize. Uh, she won an Emmy Award for a writing on uh, uh, animated special called, a mi mixed media special called Free to Be You and Me, and was uh, acclaimed you know, in, various, uh, in various arenas. What's interesting to me about her, her uh, award winning was that that wasn't the, what drove her as a poet. Um, she was always surprised when she was, won awards and was uh, certainly humbled and, and 
uh, grateful, but that was not the reason that she did the work. And the more that she did, I think the more she started to believe that she was really deserving of these awards, which was an interesting thing for us to see. Well, what did drive her then? Wanting to express the unexpressible, I believe. She always talked about being a voice for the voiceless, about her work being an expression of, or, or an attempt to connect with others who may feel alone, to speak the unspeakable, to celebrate uh, small things, small and large, and to essentially talk about the human, particularly the black female human condition in a way that was honest and resonant and celebratory and, and courageous most of the time. How would you describe her style? Mm, I think her, her style was, people describe it as spare and, and compact and efficient. I, I believe that as well. Uh, she was very specific about the words she chose, about the even the way the lines were on a page. So I believe it was succinct, again, specific, and extremely powerful in its simplicity. This is On the Record. I'm Sheila Cass, speaking with Sydney Clifton, daughter of poet Lucille Clifton and founder of the Clifton House. Also with us is Donna Jacobs of Full Circle Dance Company. We're talking about a performance by the company this coming weekend that draws inspiration from Lucille Clifton's work. Sydney, in 2019, you found out the house in West Baltimore where your parents raised you and your siblings was for sale. Today, that house is the Clifton House. How are you working to connect with contemporary artists and activists? Well, first of all, because I live in Los Angeles, I do most of this remote, although we have recently um, hired a programming director and I do travel back and forth to Maryland, to Baltimore specifically, to make those connections. But thankfully, because of the relationships I had prior to the purchase of the house and the establishing of the Clif- of the Clifton House, um, social media has been an extremely uh, valuable tool. Um, our Clifton House website, which Clift- thecliftonhouse.org, has been um, active recently in, in connecting us to the, the community. Um, also the Clifton House Facebook page, Instagram, et cetera. So, so there's a lot of outreach that we have done remotely, but beginning next year when the renovations for the house will be complete on the in the public spaces, we'll be going back and forth more to Maryland and our program director will be working from that space. So it's active it's actively seeking and actively connecting and also actively engaging and responding to people who reach out to us in these various um, methods. And what do you envision the Clifton House doing when it's fully, when it's renovated and, and physically open as well as all these online connections? Honestly, it's the Clifton House will be doing what it did when my siblings, when my family and I lived there back in the 60s and 70s, which is being a sanctuary for emerging poets, writers, and artists, a place where they can feel safe, where we will provide trainings and workshops for um, artists in regardless of their uh, their metier. So for poets and writers and writers of uh, science fiction and memoir and um, speculative fiction, et cetera, um, we'll have um, uh, artist residencies as well. 
Um, this will just be a place where one can grow one's craft, but also understand the business of one's craft, um, because we are very passionate about not only growing the artists, but also uh, teaching and, and modeling, owning one's narrative, owning one's uh, craft. Uh, so the business of, of the art will also be uh, an important um, uh, workshop, a bit of information that we're going to be providing through the house. So we will have virtual, hybrid, and in-person in workshops um, uh, throughout the year. Donna, why did you want to bring Lucille Clifton's poetry to life through dance? I have been tremendously inspired by her work. We heard Sydney speak about it, but for me, her work is so very personal, and it speaks to so many experiences that others may have. One of the things that we try to do with Full Circle Company is engage community and not just dance for the sake of dancing, but to deliver messages of some sort to community. And when I knew that she had many poems about dreams and we decided to pursue dreams, I read all of them and looked for a common theme that ran through. And so the piece that I have worked on is inspired by two of her poems, one which is about, and I think about the, uh, the overachievers who accuse themselves so much of not doing quite enough. That is one of the poems. And we've worked with that with the dancers. And then the second one, we look at where do you resolve that? Where do you resolve that guilt, that shame that you impose upon, upon yourself? How do you resolve that? Do you do resolve that through community? And we've used the second poem. I melded the two together to deliver a message. And that's the sort of thing that we try to do always. I want to talk to you more about specific dance, choreography uh, later in the show, but Tell me what you think poetry and dance have in common. Yeah. So it's not just poetry and dance. We try to mix media always, mix disciplines always. Poetry is delivering messages through words. Dance is delivering messages through movement. We find an amazing blend and teaching methodology, if you can, when we do both together. The audience is able to receive so much from blending the two. We need to take a short break here in our conversation with Donna Jacobs of Full Circle Dance Company and Sydney Clifton, daughter of poet Lucille Clifton. Short break, when we're back, the dances within and still we dream. I'm Sheila Cass, stay with us. I'm Al Waller. I'm Katherine Collinson. And I'm Mihaela Vince. In upcoming episodes of Clear Path, Your Roadmap for Life, we'll discuss ways to catch up on retirement savings and the importance of self-care. Tune in to WYPR's website and mobile app, all major podcast platforms, and transamericainstitute.org. Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. A new collaboration weaves together the artistry of a local modern dance company and the pithy lyricism of Maryland's former poet laureate. 
This weekend, we'll see the premiere of And Still We Dream by Full Circle Dance Company. The show's centerpiece is inspired by the work of the late Maryland Poet Laureate and Baltimore resident Lucille Clifton. We're talking with Donna Jacobs, founder and artistic director of Full Circle Dance Company, and Sydney Clifton, daughter of Lucille Clifton, and the founder of The Clifton House, a space for emerging writers, artists, and activists. Donna, you held a free community workshop in August where dancers learned about Lucille Clifton's work. What what happened at that event? We did several things. We invited the community generally through social media. We had no idea who might show up, but we gave a brief recitation of what the project was, is that we were planning. And people showed up from many walks of life, neurologists, uh, several people, in uh, the others in healthcare, and just community leaders. We did a warm-up together just to get the body moving. We spoke about the project so people would understand what it was. And then we dissected one of the two poems that I was working with. I look for inspiration from community. I look for connection with community. And then we split them up into small groups. There were about 34 people in the room. Small groups to create work, movement, based upon their interpretation of the poetry. And then we showed it group by group to one another. Very inspiring, amazingly interesting to see how different people interpret the work and the kind of movement they come up with. And always really inspiring to me in terms of finishing a piece or amending a piece uh, to use what they've given me. Let's hear that poem. Sydney, can I ask you to read A Dream of Foxes to us? Absolutely. In the dream of foxes, there is a field and a procession of women clean as good children, no hollow in the world, surrounded by dogs, no fur clumped bloody on the ground, only a lovely time of honest women stepping without fear or guilt or shame, safe through the generous fields. That's A Dream of Foxes by Lucille Clifton. Sydney, do you have any memories of talking to your mother about her writing process or of watching her work? Oh, absolutely. Um, as children, that was one of our, our earliest core memories is, sitting, is seeing our mom uh, sitting at the dining room table on her uh, IBM's electric typewriter and, and just watching her work, watching the, the focus and the dedication and the discipline um, she often would write uh, on yellow pads in longhand first before before she had the, the typewriter. And we see her crossing things out. And she would sometimes, as I got older, or as uh, particularly the, um, my sisters and I got older, she would read to us. And you could tell that hearing it, hearing the words helped her edit, helped her distill, helped her process what it is she was wanting to say and and. and helping her um, say it more more succinctly. Um, Donna mentioned earlier that her work was very personal and it was indeed very personal, but it was also, there was a craft to it. And we saw that, that craft. So she didn't sort of write something and immediately it was correct. She would edit till she had the right words, till she had the right words and the right lines, right words in the, in the right order. And sometimes she would even uh, start a poem have a line, and that line did not belong in that poem, but she would save it because it belonged elsewhere. So there was there was a deep craft about it 
that we observed and um, you know talked about, and it, it was very we it, we were reverent in a way in um, in the respect we had for her her craft and her approach. Donna, as I understand it, A Dream of Foxes is one of the poems that inspired your choreography of the work This Dream of Me. Describe what this dance looks like. It centers on one individual who is questioning herself, whether or not she's accomplished enough, and being self-accusatory, feeling some shame, feeling some guilt that she needs to do more. And there are dancers surrounding her that, in her imagination, in her dream, who are also accusatory, expecting more from her. She has to figure out a way to resolve that. And she comes across, in my mind, this circle of foxes. There's a lot written about what foxes mean in various cultures and such. But the way I interpret that, they have figured out call them elders, call them spirit guides, call them whatever, how to resolve those, those feelings of guilt and shame. And they teach her and nurture her how to get through that. And at the end, she, she has come to some reckoning with how to deal with her life and these feelings of guilt. That's Donna Jacobs, Artistic Director of Full Circle Dance Company, which will premiere the work And Still We Dream this Saturday and Sunday. This is On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Part of the performance is inspired by poet Lucille Clifton, and we're also joined by her daughter, Sydney Clifton. What kind of movement will people see in this dream of me? There's a fair amount of symbolism in the piece. So one of the lines in the first piece it was a dream, Is, and this is the one that's accusatory. What are the things that I should have done? This is not an exact quote, but, and your mind says to you, this and this and this, and there's pointing about, you should have done this, you should have done that, you should have done this. And there's also a line about uh, this gyre of rage that comes from myself to myself about what I should have done. And gyre is a circle or a ring, so there are m- many uses of the circle of pointing at oneself, circling oneself. And as well, when the foxes or those spirit guides come in, those women encircle the person who is having such difficulty with these internal thoughts um, and then welcoming her into their circle. Is the poetry presented, the words of the poetry, spoken aloud in the performance, or is it presented spoken to Spoken very beautifully by the one and only Sydney Clifton. Sydney, <laughs> what was it like voicing your mother's poems for this performance? First of all, an, an honor to do so. Um, and secondly, I just wanted to make sure that I did them write and did them proud. Um, it's, I'm always honored to be able to read my mother's work. Um, our voices just sound very different, but I think that our intention and our passion and our commitment is the same. So I, I was honored to do so. Half a dozen other dances comprise And Still We Dream. These works are choreographed by other artists, in, including a physician choreographer who created a piece called Daydreams. Tell us about this work. Daydreams is very interesting. She's actually a psychiatrist. So the piece is about your coworkers in the office 
all of whom have an alter ego. There's the person that you see day to day, and then there's the other persona that comes out in the course of the piece. It's at once very funny, and it's also very tragic as you think about the lives that people are spending and the sadness that they may have experienced, but they're hiding that and masking that all day. There's also, um, it's witty, but there's someone who's murderous, actually, um, and that's their hidden persona. It's been in our repertoire for a while, but you can see the mind of our psychiatrist dancer at work um, in the piece. It's really quite a brilliant work. This may be like asking you to choose among children. Are, is, are there other works you want to mention? There are, yes, sure. There are several. There's one about dreams of a better world from the perspective of people who have been oppressed. And it draws upon the work of Langston Hughes, actually. There's another work that so many of us experience insomnia, those minutes when you're really trying to go to sleep and you have a million ideas crossing your mind. It's very sporadic and very um, very quick in the movement, And but you can relate to that. I've had that experience and I just can't stop my brain from thinking. Uh, and there are people who, there's a reverie, just dreaming about What's perfect in life? That's a solo. They're all very beautiful. It's interesting how the dancers and choreographers can take a single concept and interpret it in so many different ways and create a very full textured evening of eight pieces. Sydney, what what would your mother think of a dance interpretation of her work? I think she would love it, actually. And and we certainly loved the idea when um, we were approached about it. I think that my mother, as a creative, um, you know, she was a poet, and she always talked about being a poet was a way of being, not just sort of the thing that you did, um, but as a way of walking in the world. So the fact that these dancers are li- living poetry, you know, they're they're poetic in their movement. I think she would love this idea and be very very tickled by that. Mom was tick- often tickled by things, and I think this is one of those things that would do that for her. Donna, the dancers and choreographers whom you work with, do many of them have so-called day jobs? I mean, are, are, are there many who can find full-time work in dance? There are many who are teachers in dance, either in the public schools or in the private schools, but then there are others who are in academia or the medical field, etc., uh, who, who really do have two full-time jobs, if you will. One is their academic pursuit, and the other as a full a dancer, professional dancer here in Baltimore City. Sydney, what's ahead for Clifton House? The further evolution of our service to the community. Um, we will begin having workshops in Jan- again in January 2024, and just the full, the continuing of the legacy of uh, both of my parents. So we're very excited to be primarily of service, and that's what I think is the key for us is that my parents in their work and in their creativity and in their art also served the community to to lift people up and we are excited about and committed to do that to doing that so look for more donna what does this weekend's performance mean to you it is so uplifting we spend the better part of a year creating material learning it, honing it, modifying it, doing whatever it is that we need. And it is our pleasure to bring these thoughts and this movement and the integration and the messages 
to a live audience. It's always so rewarding to get the feedback from that audience and have them receive not only the beauty of the dance, but the power of the messages that we convey. It means everything. I'm grateful to you both for telling us about it. It sounds exciting. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Donna Jacobs is the founder and artistic director of Full Circle Dance Company. Sydney Clifton founded The Clifton House. She's the daughter of poet and author Lucille Clifton. Full Circle Dance Company will present And Still We Dream this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday at 2.30 p.m. at the Baltimore Theater Project. We have ticket information at the On the Record page at wypr.org, along with more information about Full Circle Dance Company and The Clifton House. I'm Sheila Cass. Glad you're with us on the record. Come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm.